As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What is up everybody, it's Animac here for Anime Uproar, and today I will be talking about the new villains that are going to play a central role in Season 4 of the My Hero Academia anime. I am talking about the Shie Hasaikai, also known as the 8 Precepts of Death. In this video I will be breaking down who they are one by one, and I will also explain the true nature of every single one of their quirks. I hope that having all of this information right here in one place will be useful to you. And that you will be able to come back to this video every time you need a quick refresher about each villain and their unique quirk. If you've been enjoying the Boku no Hero content right here on the channel, please leave a like to let me know, it really does help. And if you happen to be new to Anime Uproar, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell to turn on all notifications. That way you will actually be notified whenever we upload a new Boku no Hero video. You could also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram, at AnimeUproar. Quick heads up, this video will include information on the backstory and quirk of each member of the 8 Precepts of Death. With that said, I will not be spoiling the actual plot of Season 4, and I will not reveal what ultimately happens to each one of these characters. The 8 Precepts of Death is one of numerous Yakuza groups who used to control the criminal underworld in Japan. The Yakuza refers to a collection of criminal organizations who used to operate in Japan, and who abide by a strict code of conduct that distinguishes them from regular criminals. This fictional Yakuza is of course based on the real-life Yakuza, also known as the Japanese Mafia. Although it was once a powerful organization, in the world of Boku no Hero the Yakuza has been severely weakened and rendered virtually useless by the rise of the Hero Society. In short, once heroes like All Might emerged with incredible superhuman powers at their disposal thanks to their quirks, the Yakuza could not compete and they eventually lost their influence and relevance. The leader of the Eight Precepts was a man known only as The Boss, and he was the one who ran the organization before Overhaul. In fact, he was the one who took Overhaul in and raised him within the organization when Overhaul was still a child. Eventually, the boss became sick and bedridden, and Overhaul took control of the Eight Precepts. The name Eight Precepts of Death appears to be a reference to the Eight Precepts in Buddhism, which are eight rules or guidelines for how a devout follower of Buddhism should behave on observance days and during festivals. However, as you will see throughout the course of this video, members of the Eight Expendables, which is a subgroup within the Eight Precepts of Death, actually invert the original Buddhist precepts. In this video, I will be covering all of the known members of the Eight Precepts and their quirks, but there are also unnamed grunts who are largely irrelevant, so I will not be spending any time on them. Also, since we don't know much about the original boss, we don't even know his name or the nature of his quirk, let's jump right into Overhaul. 
the current leader of the Eight Precepts and dedicated germaphobe, Overhaul, real name Kai Chisaki, hates what the Hero Society has become and how it has destroyed the power and influence of the Yakuza. Overhaul is committed to doing whatever it takes to destroy the Hero Society and bring the Yakuza back to its former glory, and he eventually concludes that the best way to achieve his goals is to find a way to eradicate quirks. He believes that quirks are a disease that has infected humanity, and he believes that the only way to stop the disease is to find a way to eliminate quirks. In order to accomplish this, Overhaul is willing to conduct some of the most deranged experiments imaginable, including experiments on innocent people. But despite his borderline psychotic behavior, Overhaul still commands an immense amount of loyalty within the Eight Precepts. And in fact, many of its members would not hesitate to give up their lives for Overhaul. So it is clear that despite his cruelty and derangement, Overhaul possesses strong leadership skills and he is highly revered among the members of his organization. The name of his quirk is also Overhaul, and it allows its user to disintegrate anything he touches, as long as he touches it with at least one of his fingers. He can kill someone instantly by simply disintegrating them, but if Overhaul chooses to reassemble someone right after disintegrating them, he can actually bring them back to life. He is able to control how much of his target's body is actually disintegrated, and if he chooses not to kill someone but just break down parts of their body, he can then reassemble those parts and all of the past injuries and illnesses within that part of the body will be cured. Overhaul's incredible disassembling and reassembling quirk can also be used on inorganic matter such as walls and the earth, which allows him to disassemble and reassemble the entire battlefield around him and gain a great advantage over his opponent. Finally, if he disassembles parts of his own body at the same time as parts of someone else's body, he can reassemble them in a way that essentially fuses the two people together, which creates a fused and even more overpowered version of himself. It goes without saying that Overhaul has one of the most overpowered quirks in all of Boku no Hero. But even a quirk that is as OP as this one does have some weaknesses. Overhaul must make direct contact with his target with at least one of his bare fingers in order to activate the quirk. If you can disable his hands or prevent him from touching you with his bare fingers in some way, you will be able to avoid his quirk. Using his quirk also appears to give Overhaul an itchy rash, but that may be simply a side effect of Overhaul's germaphobia rather than a direct result of his quirk. At any rate, Overhaul's ability to destroy and put back together everything around him, including inorganic objects, human bodies, and even his own body, makes his quirk one of the absolutely strongest in the entire series. If you want to know more about Overhaul in particular, I made an entire video just on him, so you can check that out, link in the description. In that video I said that if it gets 5,000 likes, I will drop a whole video on Aerie right away. As of the making of this video, we have about 4,500 likes, so if you want to see the video on Aerie, head over there and drop that like. Now let's talk about Chronostasis, Overhaul's assistant within the 8 precepts. His real name is Hari Kurono, and he has been a close friend of Overhaul for many years. As such, Chronostasis is fully aware of Overhaul's plans, including the darkest aspects of these plans, but he still willingly follows Overhaul and faithfully carries out the duties as Overhaul's assistant. Chronostasis often witnesses Overhaul's cruel treatment of other people, but he doesn't seem to have any issues with the way Overhaul behaves. Which implies that Chronostasis is himself a cruel and cold-hearted person. His quirk, also named Chronostasis, I know, not very original, works on the basis of slowing down time. So basically, his hair is shaped like the needles of a clock, which can extend far beyond his body. 
if he can hit an opponent with one of these needles, the opponent's movements will be slowed down. So essentially the opponent will be moving in slow motion, and a fast hero will suddenly begin moving like a snail. The effect of this quirk is very useful in battle, but it is of course temporary. One weakness of the quirk is that the user has to remain motionless while using it. This means that Chronostasis has to find a way to catch his opponent by surprise, because if they know what's coming and they move out of the quirk's range, Chronostasis will be unable to follow his target and use the quirk at the same time. Next up, let's talk about Mimic, real name Joy Iranaka. Mimic appears to be the one who handles the financial aspects of the organization's activities, and we often see him counting mad stacks of cash. Like Chronostasis, Mimic is very loyal to Overhaul, and he becomes furious if anyone tries to insult his boss. He has a very unique quirk that allows him to be incredibly stealthy, but he also has a bad temper and he can be provoked into making foolish mistakes in battle if the opponent knows how to push his buttons. The name of his quirk is Mimicry, and it allows Mimic to transfer his mind and body into inanimate objects and then control those objects as if they were part of his actual body. Mimic's quirk is limited in the sense that he can only transfer his body into an object roughly the size of a refrigerator. But if he increases the power of his quirk using quirk-enhancing drugs, he can control much larger objects, such as the entire floor of a building. With that said, when he is possessing an object, Mimic appears to have limited sensory perception and he is sometimes forced to partially emerge from the object he is possessing in order to fully grasp the situation or to communicate something to someone else. When he does this, he is more vulnerable to attack by his opponents. Along with the boss, who is currently indisposed, Overhaul, Chronostasis and Mimic form the upper echelon of the 8 Precepts of Death. But now let's talk about the 8 Expendables, a subgroup within the 8 Precepts recruited by Overhaul personally in order to serve him with total dedication and commitment to his cause. First up, let's talk about Shin Nemoto, a former con artist who is fiercely loyal to Overhaul. Shin has an interesting quirk called Confession, which compels everyone to answer his questions truthfully. As such, Confession allows its user to discern the innermost thoughts, secrets, and motivations of everyone around him. Because of this unique ability, Shin realized how dishonest, manipulative, and insincere most people were, constantly lying and hiding their true intentions in order to get ahead. Shin feels that Overhaul, the man who recruited him into the 8 Precepts, is the only sincere person that he's ever met in his life, and this is part of the reason why Shin is so loyal to Overhaul. Shin's quirk Confession is extremely useful for any criminal organization, since it can be used to gather valuable intel, manipulate people, determine whether anyone is planning anything behind the boss's back, and so on. For this reason, Overhaul has come to recognize the value of Shin and his abilities, and Shin believes himself to be special among the 8 Expendables because of how much value Overhaul places in him and his quirk. Because his quirk doesn't have any offensive capabilities, Shin carries a handgun and simply shoots his opponents when he has to. I honestly don't know why every villain doesn't do the exact same thing at all times. I mean, I can understand that heroes might not want to carry firearms because they don't want to accidentally hit an innocent bystander, and so they rely on the power of their quirks. But villains who don't care about bystanders could all just be carrying machine guns at all times. I mean, just imagine Minata facing down a villain, and Minata is like, wait until I get you with my sticky balls, and the villain just pulls out a shotgun. So much for all those years of intense hero training. Shin's quirk is an inversion of the Buddhist precept to abstain from false speech, i.e. from lying. 
Shin's quirk prevents others from lying to him, but he still lies, deceives, and manipulates others all the time. Next up, let's talk about Kendo Rappa, another member of the Eight Expendables. Rappa is a vicious and bloodthirsty man who loves to fight. He is always looking for a good fight and a worthy opponent. He thinks that using weapons in battle is dishonorable, so he chooses to fight exclusively with his fists. This actually works really well with his quirk, the name of which is Strong Arm, and which enables Rappa to move his shoulders extremely quickly and with great power, which lets him attack his enemies with barrages of punches. In sharp contrast to the other Expendables and to the wider Eight Precepts organization, Rappa isn't blindly loyal to Overhaul. In fact, Rappa joined the organization because Overhaul was able to defeat him in battle, and Rappa's motivation for being in the Eight Expendables is just so he can get a chance to fight Overhaul again. Rappa relishes in a good fight, especially a fight with high stakes such as a fight to the death. With that in mind, Rappa has great respect for those who are brave enough to stand up to him and put up a good and fair fight against him. Rappa's quirk and personality are an inversion of the Buddhist precept to abstain from taking life. Rappa is vicious and loves fighting to the death using his deadly quirk. Then we have Hekiji Tengai. Tengai is a common composed member of the Eight Expendables, and in some ways he is the polar opposite of Rappa. Tengai wants to complete the missions of their organization as quickly and efficiently as possible, and he thinks that excessive violence and taking pleasure in fighting are lowbrow and unworthy pursuits. The name of Tengai's quirk is Barrier, and it enables its user to generate a telekinetic dome-shaped barrier around him. The barrier that Tengai generates is extremely strong, and it has been compared to punching a steel wall. The barrier can vary in size, but it cannot extend too far beyond where Tengai is standing, because the barrier appears exactly where he is located. Ironically, despite being polar opposites, Rappa and Tengai often fight together as a team. This is because Rappa's offense and Tengai's defense tend to work extremely well in combination with each other. While this works well in theory, the vastly different personalities of Rappa and Tengai can lead to the kind of disagreements that devolve into outright conflict between them. It is important to note that despite being extremely strong, Tengai's barrier is not indestructible, and if he himself is weakened enough, he will no longer be able to use his quirk. Tengai's quirk is an inversion of the Buddhist precept to abstain from taking shelter under a luxurious canopy. Tengai's quirk allows him to shelter himself under a powerful barrier. Next up we have Rikia Katsukama, a villain who can only be described as a huge buff chad. He has incredible physical strength even without accounting for his quirk, and he is able to tear down entire walls with his immense power. The name of his quirk is Vitality Stealing, and if he touches someone and then inhales, he will basically suck in and absorb the vitality, i.e. the energy of others. This means that Rikia grows stronger as his opponents grow weaker. The more energy he absorbs from others, the bigger and stronger he becomes. Because his quirk requires physical contact to activate, normally if you restrain Rikia, he will not be able to use his quirk. But if he uses a quirk-enhancing drug in order to boost his power, Rikia can absorb the energy of multiple people in the immediate area around him without even touching them. All he has to do is inhale and he suddenly becomes incredibly powerful and capable of taking on multiple top-ranked pro heroes on his own. Rikia's overall power after boosting it with a quirk-enhancing drug is not only slightly, but rather exponentially greater than it would have been on its own. Rikia's quirk appears to invert the Buddhist precept about abstaining from intimate contact. His quirk allows him to drain the life force of his opponents, similar to the idea of an incubus, a male demon who drains the life energy of women 
through intimate contact. The female version of the Incubus is of course a succubus. Now let's talk about Toya Setsuno. He is another villain who was recruited into the 8 Expendables by Overhaul directly. Toya had a difficult life, and at one point he was cheated on and betrayed by his lover, which led him to falling in debt. He tried to commit suicide but failed after a pro hero came along and saved him. But despite getting a second chance at life, Toya still felt lost and worthless. After losing everything, he had nowhere to go and he had no purpose in his life. Then one day, Overhaul came along and gave him a purpose by inviting him to join the 8 Precepts of Death. Because Overhaul found Toya and gave him a purpose when he was at his lowest, Toya feels a zealous loyalty towards Overhaul and he is willing to do anything to protect his boss. The name of Toya's quirk is Larceny and it enables him to instantly snatch an object that someone else is holding and bring it over into his own hands. The quirk can be used to snatch the weapons of other people, such as guns, or even the manifestations of someone's quirk, such as Sun Eater's food-based battle accessories. This quirk actually reminds me of Bond's ability in The Seven Deadly Sins, or Kazuma's panty-snatching abilities in Konosuba. The limitations of this quirk include a size limit, the object cannot be impossibly large or heavy. Also, Toya has to see the object that he wants to steal. If his sight is obstructed in some way, then he cannot use his quirk effectively. Nevertheless, the quirk is extremely useful for disarming and confusing opponents. Toya's quirk inverts the Buddhist precept of abstaining from taking what is not given, since his quirk allows him to do precisely that, to take from others what they do not want him to have. Then we have Yu Hojo, a member of the 8 Expendables who often fights alongside Toya. The name of Yu's quirk is Crystallization, and it allows him to produce powerful crystals from his body, including covering his entire body in these crystals if he chooses. Due to the nature of his quirk, in the past Yu had a job producing crystal gems for someone who wanted to sell them as precious stones. But then it turned out that the crystals Yu's quirk produced weren't very valuable, and Yu was cast aside and abandoned by the people he had worked for. Just like Toya, Yu felt lost and worthless and without a purpose in life. And that is when Overhaul found him and recruited him into the 8 Precepts, offering him a purpose and a sense of belonging. Yu's quirk is very durable and versatile, and he can even produce weapons such as swords out of his crystals and then use them against his opponents. But despite being strong and durable, his crystals are not indestructible. Yu's quirk is an inversion of the Buddhist precept of abstaining from wearing ornaments and decorations, since his quirk allows him to produce crystals all over his body, and crystals are closely associated with jewelry. Next up, let's talk about Soramitsu Tabe, a man who appears to be mentally unstable. The name of his quirk is Food, and it allows him to bite off, chew, and basically eat virtually anything that crosses his path. He is always hungry, and his stomach is apparently a bottomless pit, so he is able to chew and devour everything in sight, and the only way to avoid his quirk is to stay away from his massive mouth. Because of the nature of his quirk and his insatiable appetite and mental instability, Tabe felt rejected and shunned by society. When he was lost and hopeless, Overhaul found him and took him in. This turned Tabe into a diehard and extremely loyal follower of Overhaul, and Tabe is willing to give anything, including his own life, in order to serve his boss. But besides just Overhaul, Tabe is also close to and extremely loyal to his fellow Expendables, including Yu and Toya. Tabe's quirk and personality constitute an inversion of the Buddhist precept to abstain from the overconsumption of food. Tabe is always hungry and can devour anything that crosses his path. And finally, we have Deidoro Sakaki, a man whose quirk and entire lifestyle are directly dependent on alcohol. The name of his quirk is Sloshed. 
a term for being drunk that my friends and I used to use back in high school, and the power of this quirk is to make anyone who comes close to Sakaki start feeling as drunk as Sakaki currently is. So basically, if Sakaki gets drunk, then everyone who comes close to him will also feel drunk, and they will lose their sense of balance, their movements will become sluggish, and so on. While this is a useful quirk in terms of incapacitating your opponents, it is also a quirk with a massive drawback. In order to use it, you basically have to turn yourself into an alcoholic. Which is definitely not something that I would recommend to anyone. Call me crazy, but I feel like this guy would be much more effective as a villain if he just stayed sober and used a baseball bat or something. Sakaki's quirk is an inversion of the Buddhist rule to abstain from consuming intoxicating drinks and drugs. And those are all the known members of the 8 Precepts of Death and their quirks explained. I hope you enjoyed having all of this information right here in one place. And by all means, let me know who is your favorite member of the 8 Precepts and which of their quirks do you like the most. Personally, I think Overhaul's quirk is one of the best in the entire series, but some of these other quirks are pretty freaking cool too. Hit me up with your thoughts down in the comments below. If you enjoyed this video and you want to see more Boku no Hero content on this channel, please leave a like to let me know. And if you happen to be new to Anime Uproar, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell to turn on all notifications. The way that YouTube works, if you don't turn on all notifications, you will not be notified. They're gonna bury our videos. So if you want to see more, turn on all notifications. Thank you so much. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Uproar for all the latest Boku no Hero news and updates. I want to give a big thank you to all of our Anime Uproar patrons who make videos like this one possible. Special thank you to all of our Pro Hero tier patrons, including the one and only Gilgamesh, Nothing But A Fan, Jason Wilson, King Zeldris, Angel Cruz, Steelers, Poet Pablo, Atropos Wraith, Fididala Beat, Ekarot GN, Anatoly Kazatsky, DJ Nathaniel, and Alpha Dio. And I can't forget the ones that rise above all other clans. A massive thank you to all of our The One tier patrons, including Ingrata, Alolan Adam, Matty Mac, Makota Kun, and ya boy Seth. If you enjoy our videos and you think that they add some value to your life, consider supporting us on Patreon. Even a single dollar will give you access to our patron-exclusive Discord and your name will appear in our videos along with these amazing people. As always, thank you guys so much for watching and until next time, see ya space cowboys! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 